Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is the Easy Does It podcast. Welcome for episode 13. This is my friend Steve Yang. Everybody go ahead and give him a round of applause. Word up, word up. What is up? So I wanted to go ahead and uh, invite Steve on this weekend. Um, he's into some beautiful spaces in this in this city. Um, I wanted to talk about that. But also, happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Um, Steve here is also a veteran. Um, so I want to get into that story. I'm a veteran as well, for, for most of y'all uh, know at this point. But I was in the Navy for six and a half years. Um, and just recently transferred uh, back to civilian life. And um, the integration, the process has been amazing. And um, Steve has uh, been playing a role in that as well. And I want him to tell that story of what he's doing. And and uh, we'll, we'll connect all the dots there. So Yeah, I appreciate it. Cool. Um, that's pretty dope. Well, uh, you know, you just got, you just got out, right? Yeah, man, it's okay. been uh, it's about seven months now. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, you know what I was doing when I got out? Yeah, I've been working. I mean, when I got out, I think I was literally like I didn't know what the what to do. I was literally just, I mean, I moved here, and then uh, man, it was hard, man. When was that? It was you said it was two thousand nine, twenty nineteen? So, 20, yeah, so 2000, my yeah, my separation was January first, twenty nineteen. Okay, you know, because you can choose whatever date you you want. Yeah. And when I when I chose it, um, it's so funny. I just realized everyone's like watching or listening. Can I put my foot here? Yeah, you can do whatever okay, you want. Cool. You know what's so funny? I can't find my real shoes. So I was just like, I mean, these are still my shoes. But okay. <laughs> anyway, so when I got out in 2019, uh, well, I chose the date. So I was like, well, if I'm going to choose a date. I'm going to choose one of the most epic dates ever, yeah. which is January 1st, 2019. It's new beginnings. Yeah. And I spent, I, I bought like a plane ticket, like short fuse, which in military talk, that means last minute, um, like a day before yeah. to Tulum. Yeah. And I went to Tulum. Straight up. And that's when all the, I mean, actually, no. That's when the magic continued. You mm-hmm. know, the magic really con- started uh, at Burning Man, 2017. Okay. Yeah, okay. When I went, um, but I moved here and I, I just didn't know who I was. Yeah, I was like, for probably the longest time I could know, I was I was always Steve the Marine mm-hmm. or USMC Steve. Yeah, like Marine Steve. Yeah, you know? that identity. Yeah, like all my 
my uh, usernames was like Marine State or USMC Steve. And that, that was like my thing. Right. And so when I left, I didn't know. I was like, wait, who's Steve Steve? Yeah. You know what I mean? I look at the mirror and I'd be like, oh shit. I was really depressed mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and I also had an enormous amount of anxiety. Yeah. Like, because as a Marine officer, so I, I got out as a captain. I'm actually still in the reserves now. Yeah. So once this goes live, my CEO is going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> look at it. Is this? <laughs> Whatever. It's my, it's my real self. And what's, what's funny is like, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because this is my I life. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. I'm like, if you can't accept me for who I am, I don't care what institution you are. Yeah. Then that's okay. I'm an like, individual. This is my story. Yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. You know, like, but respect my boundaries and what I need for myself. Right. You know, and um, you can do you. you yeah. Know? But we can get into that later. But anyway, so I lost myself. Uh, or I, I was kind of like, find, I was finding myself, actually, yeah. in fact. Um, and I was lucky to have this wonderful, wonderful woman in my life at that time that I was dating. And uh, man, I gave her such a hard time, you know? I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. But she held space for me and where I was at um, in my, I guess… You can call it programming with mm-hmm. the military. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that, as you know, that doesn't serve us. Like that we learn about. That right. doesn't serve us in, in our relationships. Yeah. yeah. Especially in our relationships like about love, for example. You know, like we, we're trained to fucking go like, go, go, go. Yeah. You know, like hurry up and wait. Right. Right. But in relationships, a lot of times you, you have to just wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Patience. And it, yeah. And take a deep breath, right? Yeah. Honestly, you know, I think getting into, um, I found myself in the military. Um, intentions were good. Um, at that point in my life, I needed structure. I sought out that structure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then that structure is what had me on my way out Yeah. Uh, pretty quickly. You know, I did six years. Um, I joined at 19 years old. Yeah. Um, but originally, you know, what I joined for and what I thought I was going to find is a much different story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot more bureaucracy involved than I originally thought. But I learned some amazing lessons. Amazing. I wouldn't take anything back, you know, working um, in work environments where, you know, shit was real. Um, you were you were working with individuals that you couldn't get away from. You know, right. you learn a lot about what type of leader you want to be in the world. Um, and so it was an interesting experience, but being under that contract and realizing that I was serving something greater than myself, you know, which is what I'm always looking for in this world, you know, before it was sports and then it was the military and now it's this and the way I show up. Um, but I, the most constructive things that I learned was, you know, really observing the type of leader that I wanted to be. Uh, what was wrong with the work environments that I was in, how people yeah. could show up differently. That's true. Um, but yeah, you, like you said, you you learn how to be patient. Yeah, you know, true. there's always, there's goals, there's objectives, there's things on the calendar. You get to go home on leave. You get to experience, you know, uh, traveling, but you're looking forward to the calendar all yeah. the time. It was, it always, was, it's not the way that, it's not the capacity in which I wanted to live. Yeah. Yeah. You're always looking forward, right? I and mean, that's how always. we train. Like, yeah. I remember when I went to Officer Canada School, which is like the equivalency of a, a boot camp. Um, my, <clears throat> my mentor at that time, um, 
Gabriel. Captain Ga- Captain Gabriel. No, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. He's gonna. Sir. Yeah, sir. Exactly, <laughs> sir. He would always tell me the number one freaking thing you have to remember is anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. And then he wrote it on the on the wall, you know, like three times. And I still have that image mm-hmm. burned into my memory. Yeah. Anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. And what I realized is that that literally had put my mind always in the future. Mm-hmm. I was never in the present. No. Never. <laughs> and when I got out, it was like I was always trying to figure out what is it that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. I actually, I was trying to figure out what did I fuck up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? Always. I'm always asking myself. That yeah, question. man. And so like I never… But you brought out a good point because I realized I'm still processing a lot of my experience in the military. Um, like the good stuff. Man. Yeah. Like because a lot yeah. of who I am is now. Because uh, what happened was when I left… I had left in this huge, like, a, it was this impetus of, I got to get the fuck out. They offered me like $80,000. Yeah, lump sum. I was a, I was a, uh, a pilot mm-hmm. in the Marines. So, but… Um, Would you fly? I, well, I was supposed to fly Ospreys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in, like, before I got into the RAG or, yeah. or what they call, like, actually flying the airplane. I went through Naval Flight School, graduated, but they didn't give me my wings. Mm-hmm. Because of this whole political snafu between the Navy and Marine Corps. They're changing the rules right at the time, conveniently, when I was graduating. And so I became like this victim of like the political stuff. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Where the Admiral, <clears throat> literally the Admiral from DCA or uh, from DC came came through and was like, just knife handed, but like, you are not going to wing him. Mm-hmm. Because I was like the president. Yeah. So I never got my wings and then I was going to go to Congress and they knew I was going to fight to the very death because that was my, my mindset was like, I'm either coming out here with, with freaking my wings, my golden wings that I fucking earn. Yeah. Or I'm coming out in a fucking body bag Mm -hmm. and I'm taking all you motherfuckers with me. Yeah. And because you want to stand for something. Those were the intentions. Yeah. It was like, you go to boot camp. They're like, this is, this is what you have to go through, the crucible. And then they don't give you your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, fuck. And so that story, I was stuck in that narrative so hard. Like, so hard, man. Yeah. And I was, I was like, ready to fight. And it's funny because, like, I think that's what I realized the most in my journey. Mm-hmm. Is like, it's like, my mind was stuck in so many narratives, bro. Yeah. And they're all made up. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. You're and, trying to see which one fits best, and it wasn't theirs. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, I went to so that my CEO came to me, and in one way or another, gave me a compromise and said, "Hey, you want you want drones?" And so he, I became a drone commander. Yeah. So uh, MOS seventy three fifteen. I was a unmanned air, aircraft commander. It's and pretty it, badass. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. fun. It was. I yeah. mean, it was fun. You know, it, it was at the end of the day, it was the best. Yeah. Because I didn't have to. Like I could be in the control station and take a shit. Like, <laughs> like or if I wanted to eat, I'd be like, yo, some boots on the ground. Hold up. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, or like or just do push-ups or something. Like you can't do yeah. that in a cockpit. You right. Know? Like in the cockpit, you're like You can't. No, definitely not enough room. Yeah, you have to like unzip just to like scratch your ass. You yeah. know, like <laughs> it's like hard just to scratch your ass. Yeah. So um, I got fucking funny ass stories in the cockpit, man. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> One time I was going to Vegas. I was <laughs> can't even talk about this. Okay, everyone's good. We're about to. This is pretty public, right? Well, fuck it. All right. Oh. So 
I was I was going to Vegas and I cross country and I had to fucking I, I'd like because hydrate, 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 right? Camelbacks fucking hydrate or die. Right? Yeah. So I drank so much water that I I didn't realize I had to that that water had to go somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. So I was on final approach and I had to fucking piss so bad. Yeah. But then I was the one who had to do the the, the to get the X. Yeah. To get the um to get the qualification for that yeah, for that landing. Land. Yeah. And so he's like, no, you can't fucking let go of the controls. This is your shit. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. And so the whole time I'm like, I didn't know I was on hot mic. Yeah. Um, I probably was broadcasting across all air traffic control. I don't know. But I was just like talking to myself, coaching me myself, mm-hmm. and be like, you motherfucking Marine, you better fucking hold that piss. Yeah, yeah, hold that shit. Yeah, focus, yeah, focus, focus. So like, yeah, you're strong. I, I was literally like talking to myself with every instrument I had to look at because I had to piss so bad. I yeah. couldn't stop thinking about that. So I had right. to fuck. Anyway, um, what ended up had, long story short, is um, I held it in. I was like, I was like, yo, sir, as soon as we land, Wheels on the fucking deck. Yeah. You take controls. Like, don't even fucking just tell me you have controls. Yeah. Like, I'm not even gonna say I'm it. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. And so, as soon as we landed, and I landed like butter too. I was yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like you, tunnel you feel, vision. Tunnel vision, man. And um, and he <laughs> he picked it up, and I was like, <laughs> I grabbed this funnel. So in the cockpit, it's like this funnel. Okay. <laughs> This is funnel. And I, I looked for it. First of all, I couldn't find it. I was like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is it? It yeah. was just like this. I was like, fuck, on the mic. And I was hot mic the whole time too. I thought, I thought I was just talking to myself. So that's how these pilots piss is there's a funnel in the cockpit yeah. underneath the seat. And so you literally <laughs> just piss in this funnel and it drains out the bottom of the plane while you're flying. Yes. That's and a- <laughs> why, in the Navy, we used to take the most junior guy. And we used to tell him that it was the sound-powered telephone. (laughs) (laughs) And so you'd have these junior guys. They'd take this funnel and be like, can you hear me? (laughs) He'd be like, no, I can't hear you. You got to get closer. And then you'd tell them what it was, and they'd hate you. And it's just the way it rolled. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We've all been there. Yeah, there's so many stories of that funnel, actually. Like (laughs) mad fucking stories. Um, So (laughs) that's funny. So I look, I finally find it, and then I piss in it, mm-hmm. and that water does not go down. Oh, so I had to pinch it off. Yeah, while we're fucking taxiing off the runway. Yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. you know, when you pinch off, it's never like fully pinched <laughs> off. Like there's remnants. Yeah, there's like at least like half a gallon that gets spilled. At <laughs> least <laughs> to Tyler's like trying not to. He's trying to hold his camera like. Um. So I fucking had this huge. <laughs> I mean, it was Vegas, right? So we, it was summertime. So I was in a tan, uh, tan flight suit. So mm-hmm. I have this huge fucking mark. Like We've wet, all been there. Yeah, man. Like wet mark, bro. Like the, like some fucking sperm whale just went <laughs> like right on my fucking. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if sperm whales do that. No. Because <laughs> they're called sperm whale. I figured they just jizz on everything. It was beyond my sperm yeah, whale anyway, knowledge. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anyway, so. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I we landed the aircraft. I parked the air. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm like looking at looking at the funnel. Yeah. And like pulling it up. I'm like, I put the mic on and I re- that's when I realized I was hot mic the whole time. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I was hot mic. <laughs> Which means the mic is always on. So, so whole, like everybody on the plane's listening. Either to this. everyone on the yeah. plane's hearing, or if I was pushing the fucking button, air traffic control and all of Vegas <laughs> is hearing. 
Okay. So, so I lifted him like, sir, this shit will not fucking go down. I'm like, I want him my fucking dick, like pinching off my fucking. And I'm looking like this. I'm like trying to shake it. And it's like splattering everywhere on my fucking helmet and all that shit. And he's like, he's super calm. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Yang, did you push the button? And I'm like, what fucking button? He's like, I didn't get that brief. And he's like, there's a button on the left side. <laughs> he knows the hot mic song. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. The button on the fucking… There's a button on the funnel. Oh, yeah. To let it go down. Yeah. Oh. And I didn't know that. So I was like… Pff. I was like, thank God. Fuck. <laughs> and so uh, when I landed… When we parked the aircraft… It was so funny, man. It was a huge fucking puddle. Yeah. Like right below. It was a huge… I, when I got out of the airplane, I stepped in my piss. Yeah. And then I saw a huge line… From the point of landing. Down the runway. Down, all the way to the parking spot. Yeah. It was like I trailed the whole motherfucker. That's Vegas funny. airport. Yeah. With my piss. Yep. Maybe I'm Left the first, mark. Maybe on the first one. You're marking your territory. Yeah, yeah. It's about to be a party. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> well, that's the world we come from, y'all. <sighs> yeah. So there's a lot of stories like that, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, there's a few, like, man. There's a few. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah for but, sure, man. <laughs> let's get back. Okay, yeah. Let's get let's back get to the… Back. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So… We have a lot of stories, man. There's, yeah. it, it's an interesting world. Um, but there's a lot of lessons learned within that. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I want to talk about, you know, what it was like to transfer out. Um, and mainly, the thing that caught my eye was your organization now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Now I want to hear about uh, what is Warrior Creations. Um, yeah. And, you know, what that started for was… Um, getting out of the military and then just asking yourself, I guess, like, how am I going to step up? How am I going to give back? Um, and let's just fill everybody in on kind of what yeah. that transition was like and what you're doing now. Yeah, for sure. So like I said, um, I had a hard time, like, figuring out who I was, okay? And then uh, through all the people that were in my life, um, they were supporting me and shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, basically came to realize… Um, that I could choose whatever reality I want in my life. Yeah, which know? is new. Yeah. And Instead was, of being told what to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was really through creatives, yeah. honestly, that helped me realize that. Mm -hmm. It was through all the artists, the dancers. I did, I did this dance called Zook. Mm -hmm. um, it's a Brazilian partner dance. Mm -hmm. And through that thing, it… Is my face red, by the way? Okay, I just got… See these fucking… Anyway, because I'm allergic to alcohol, but I decided to drink today because I was like, fucking, what the fuck is this? I thought you were just <clears throat> blushing looking at me, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> You're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was uh, through the creatives and honestly, my brother. So mm -hmm. I got a twin brother. His name's Mike. Yep. And he freaking, um, he showed me like a whole different world. He's the one who forced me to Burning Man. Yeah. I didn't even want to go to Burning Man at that time. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, I'm a Marine. I don't, yeah. I don't fit that. Yeah, I was like, why should I be surrounded by a bunch of like, Trailer trash, like yeah. burning shit. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, because I just literally googled it and yeah. I saw the first picture. It was like this white dude, like naked, like burning shit. And, <laughs> I, and so that was the guy I, I was. I was back then. I yeah. I was just judge things off the the cuff, you know. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> anyway, so he forced me to go, and he was a true channel for me to kind of unlock all this stuff. Yeah. You know, he's always been. And so, thanks, Mike. Yeah, Michael Yang, <laughs> Business Panda. He also started this uh, crew called uh, Origins. Mm -hmm. And uh, their stage production, music production crew in Brooklyn. Cool. It's like part of the Burner family over there. And they do this dope 
dope experiences and stages tribal yeah. you guys should try uh, check it out instagram uh the origins anyway yeah so basically what i realized through my journey was like there's a lot of guys like you and me who when they get out they don't have the community mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like they go back to their families or no family yeah they don't like for sure they don't got nothing nothing um and so and then the government tries to fill that gap but then you know obviously i have my thoughts about that mm -hmm. you know whether they actually care yeah i felt like that was such a you know i, ex I felt exposed to you know uh, so many different cultures people join for different reasons yeah um but you know once i was in i was just looking for like-minded individuals that kind of we're still tethered to some sense of self and right, right. and wanted to express that on in our off hours or on the weekends. And, yeah. And those were my boys, you know, and they were few and far between. Um, sure. But, you know, just being in that environment where I was almost right out of high school and I was living all around the country and world. And I was just like, oh, man, there's so many perspectives that are so diverse to the way I was brought up. And I felt so fortunate to have joined from a place where I wanted to serve my community and serve my country. And my intentions were based on, you know, love and service. Oh God, um, yes. And I met so many dudes in that were just like, they just want to get the fuck out of wherever they're from, whatever right. situation they're in, whatever house they grew up in, um, whatever expectations people had for them. Um, they mm -hmm. wanted to get away from that. Yeah. And Enormous expectations, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like the I way them, I created them for myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And like the way we were trained is literally like, especially him being in the Navy and doing the work that you do or, or that you did was like the way we, it's imprinted on us that we have like this responsibility. Mm -hmm. They, You know what they tell us? They say, which is great. I mean, I, I agree, you know, but just to, tell, to give you some insight. They said that every single one of you guys demand the best out of us. Mm -hmm. Like literally. They're like, you look at these people, the civilians, like these people demand the best out of you. Imagine the weight of that, you know? And then especially like, it's the burden of leadership, they call it, you know? It's like, so when you get out, you still have that kind of, you know? Hopefully, yeah. If you're asking the right questions. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a good thing, but it also is so much weight. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it was. It was like so much weight. I had to release that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, no, I agree, man. Going? Like yeah. I was I was 19 years old and I walked away from sports and, and going to college. And I was like, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And so my whole hometown went that kid's going to be a Navy SEAL. Right. And then I, I paralyzed my, my leg and, and fucked myself up trying to make that shit happen because oh, shit. of ego and pride and desire and refusing yeah. to quit. I broke my body. And mm -hmm. then my whole town was like, bro, what happened? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and as a 19-year-old kid, I was like, like, one, I don't have to explain anything to you. You never tried yourself. Two, like, what's next, yeah, you know? And yeah. so that's where my expectations and this divide kind of started. Word, right. um, but ultimately, I was driving forward in order to, to be something that I considered worthy of mm -hmm. a man in a modern world, mm -hmm. you know, what for whatever reason. Word, um, word, yeah. And so I drove forward into that world. And, and thankfully, I, uh, I ran into a lot of guys that were lost on the same path. Uh -huh. 
And um, I got a lot of comfort from, you know, all of us being, you know, pretty much in this, in this, you know, just caught up in this, uh, the failure that we weren't expecting, you know, because my best friends, you know, all, all quit themselves and we're all trying to, to do something um, worthy. (laughs) And then we're on the back end of it, like, well, what's next? You know, we got each other. And so that helped me out through a lot. Um, But, you know, what I, what I, I really you know, found was like, I had this unique opportunity. I was under a contract, time was going to pass. And my eyes were always forward on the projected date of when I would get out. Oh, um, really? okay. Yeah. Cause like, shit oh, so this wasn't... was like before, like while you're still in. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I had a few different dreams in between there, but Word. really like, you know, I just had to learn how to let time pass and make the most out of, um, you know, the time that I was given, you right. know, I had, I had different work scenarios and different people I didn't vibe with. Um, and I learned how to just make the most out of my time that was going to pass no matter what, mm-hmm. instead of just always watching that calendar. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think right. identity was a key contributor for a lot of us. Yeah. Right. We wanted to serve something that that mattered. Um, we were brought up in an era that, you know, 9-11 happened. Uh, we were young. We were impressionable. It was a patriotic time in history. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still consider myself a patriot, but, you know, I've always been seeking how can I serve the best? You know, what yeah. I saw at 19, I thought that was it. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was like, there's this global way I can serve. Right. Um, and, um, you know, I thought that was it. Now, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, now, you know, on the backside of that service, mm-hmm. um, I realized that there's more potential here on a community level. Yeah. yeah. And so wow. I wanted to say, you know, what's my reach? Who can I interact with on a daily level? And um, what's the potential here? And so I think we, we're aligned in that way as far as… For sure, you know, bro. So what is like Warrior Creations? Yeah, yeah. So so Warrior Creations was basically because of that, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I realized that I, <clears throat> there's nothing out there for us mm-hmm. that, that like I, I directly addresses this identity issue mm-hmm. of the mind and the, and the heart and the soul. Mm-hmm. Expression. So, ex- exactly. Expression finding yourself, finding your truth, understanding mm-hmm. like what is, what does it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a woman? Or an individual. Or an individual. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I decided to create this organization called Warrior Creations and it was through like a whole journey of, I mean, I don't even know where I came up with that name, to be honest. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah, it's fucking perfect. Um, and the idea of it is to basically be what my twin brother was to me. Mm-hmm. I could be a brother to everybody else. You know so what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically to facilitate a journey yes. of opening the heart and mind, um, and establishing, establishing yeah. confidence, yeah. the ability to express yourself and be secure in that. Yeah. And Three. not just these type yeah. A like things that people expect yes. out of men or women or warriors or yeah. individuals. Like ex- expectations yeah. um, and assumptions are our biggest downfall yeah. in social environments. And so when we can take down those boundaries and let people just be individuals, that's where the true music, the magic happens. For sure. And in many ways, it's like to redefine what does it mean 
like redefine the word warrior, mm-hmm. right? Like, what does it actually mean to be a fucking warrior? Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily a fight. Nah, it's not. It's not being about like yeah. big chests, you know, yeah. like or like pushing through your emo- like avoiding your emotions. Like mm-hmm. when you, when it's hard, you just like press on because that's what we're taught, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about that. And so it's like redefining that, and also. Um, and, and using creative means to mm-hmm. unlock it. So through all creative means. So Warrior Creations is, uh, you know, the blurb I give everyone is essentially like, it's it's to facilitate reintegration and mm-hmm. healing for veterans and military people mm-hmm. um, through all creative means. Beautiful. So that's uh, art, music, dance, technology even. Yeah. I mean, all of, everything could be technically a technology too, you know, but… Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. nowadays. So… Mm-hmm. And yeah. for that, you know, for that to be a part of that transition, um, to be there, to scale, um, where guys are transitioning out, like, luckily, I was able to create that for myself and kind of in in visualize how I was going to pursue that path. For you, you had your brother and it came to fruition of, of having that trajectory and path right. on how you're going to express yourself. But ultimately, now what I see in you is, how can I continue to serve, right? So you're taking yeah. these guys out of oh, a yeah. very structured environment. Um, and, you know, m- Marines being the the most structured of them all and saying, hey, guys, you know, like, I'm one of you. I still am at heart. Um, I understand you, but this is an option. Yeah. And for guys to be able to to step out of that, you know, very controlled, structured environment where everything is dictated for us um, to move forward and reintegrate into life where they're not just stepping back into, um, you know, okay, well, I'm getting out. This part of my life's over. What's next? What other expectations am I going to fulfill? Exactly. Like, no, there needs to be some other options. There's got to be something else. Yeah, getting out of the military, it's, okay, uh, well, you earned your education. You're going back to college, right? Or do you have any jobs lined up? Oh, you don't? You need to stay in. You need to play this safe. You know, and like, I realized that there was this big, I had to overcome so much to step out. To get out of the military, I had to look almost every man in the eye or woman in the eye and say, no, I'm choosing myself. And everybody that was supposed to facilitate that progress or process for me was going in basically a subconscious way. Oh, you think you're better than me? And it was like the, the like a year or two of like, no, I'm getting out. I'm gonna I'm gonna start my life. I think wow. I think I've served. I think I gave enough. Like now nah, I want to choose like really good intentions. Yeah. And everybody's going, oh well, why do you think you should get out? Like you're gonna fail. You know that, right? Like you want to start your own business? You shouldn't do that. You have a good job. So much fear, right? <laughs> it was Dude, all so fear. You're making me realize. Oh my god, I went through that too. It was. I it didn't was, even. It was so frustrating. So much like, friction, bro. I'm like man, I miss my family. I miss Austin, Texas. Yeah. Like, I want to be an entrepreneur, and everybody's like, man, I wish I could just like get For in your sure. head and tell you that you're you're fucked up and yeah. you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I, man, I just realized that that happened to me too, for for real. Yeah. And but I will say that there were maybe one or two, you know, like that, like really fucking love you. Yeah. And they're like, yo, and my homies. Go they weren't my leadership. Yeah. You know. No, 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 no. Yeah, my leadership at that time was just like, actually, he was like, get the fuck out. But it was with that energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, I had checked out, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, like my shop was so. 
okay, I'm not, you know, but it was just like, it was crazy, man. But um, I'm not going to dime them out. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I no, can't do we're, that. we're past that now. Yeah, we're, pa- we're completely past that. But yeah. there was a lot of support too, though. For Good. sure. Like Good. they they were like, Steve, you go do what, like, they're almost seeing me break out of this thing. Yeah. And um, there, there were a lot of people supporting me. Yeah. And like that love was, was dope. Good experience. Good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't have that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that's even more extreme, yeah. bro. It was like extreme code. overseas. Uh, overseas yeah. was like you had the you had a half a world to get around, and everybody's supposed to sign on this dotted line to get you home, and oh, and everybody God. was trying to talk you into staying in because that's the wiser thing to do. And it's like, yeah, wow. All right, uh, well, do I have my plane ticket yet? <laughs> and uh usually the answer is no yeah it's a lot but, of pressure but we're here now yeah there's, there's more so, barriers yeah so warrior creations we did that i mean I'm, this kind of just started um uh since last august actually. yeah yeah cool. um well i had the idea but it didn't launch until this past august because covid had fucked me up bro mm-hmm. and it, it didn't fuck me up in the fact that i got covid because i didn't until last month mm-hmm. april yeah which by the way i can't taste shit or smell shit, which yeah. is nice because I can't smell or taste my shit. Wait, I don't <laughs> eat my, I can't smell my shit, but which is kind of nice. Like at my house right now, yeah. Like when it's trashed, I'm right. like, I don't mind cleaning it. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But um, yeah, so okay, what was I talking about? Warrior Creations? Yep. Yeah, so started War- last August. Yeah, started last August and uh, I was in Sedona. <sighs> that fucking place, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like Game of Thrones. Like I will, I will disrupt whatever pattern you're in, yeah. and I will bring you out and like reconnect you with who the fuck Source, you are. Yeah. yeah, man. And so I, I realized who I was, like, and that there is a warrior in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't need to be living in fear. No, no. Nah. Like I can choose. I can choose. And what I realized was the cho- the choice that I can make is love. Yeah. Why the fuck not? In fact, I could choose whatever I can. Whatever I could, it's all made up. Right here. Man. Oh shit! What? The, I didn't even realize, dude. That's the, I'm, I should get that. It's the ultimate conversation. This is the. This is it the is the ultimate conversation. Yeah. This is polarity and Word. its finest. This is the the fight between a warrior for me and for Steve, and yeah. that's what I'm hearing from you is yeah, this battle between love and fear. And truly, a lot of these structured environments that we we join to serve are very fear based. Um, the trajectory is always outward instead of what it's, what's happening in the present moment, um, which unfortunately has changed. Yeah, you know, a warrior's path used to be very clear, um, right? And it's not that way anymore. It's manipulated. It's twisted. Mm-hmm. It's it's structured in a way that benefits. Yeah. Try to control. Yes. Right? Yeah. But, you know, you choose love. You overcome right. that. And ultimately, love in, it, in its most raw form is creative expression and the ability to um, choose yourself mm-hmm. and then serve something greater. Right. If that's another individual, if that's a community, if that's your work, if yeah. that's your, the way you're expressing yourself. If you're choosing that, then you're choosing yourself. Mm-hmm. And… Mm-hmm. That is the path. That is the path of a warrior. Anybody that can choose that over right. all of these expectations and, um, you know, whatever the world is telling us, if you can mm-hmm. choose that, then you are a warrior. And that's the only fight worth fighting. 
Yeah. Um, and it's for yourself. Yeah, word. And so you're hitting, yeah. you're hitting me at the core right now, bro. I got you, man. And when I see you, I'm seeing you. Mm. And so, like, even with this thing, I, it's easy to get out of my head, but I'm like here, super present with you. Yeah. And that's like, I feel you, bro. And Thanks, I, I, I feel, I don't feel alone. That's why all this was created. You know and like, that's what Warrior Creations is. Yeah, is that bro. Yeah. We can continue this, this way of service. We can continue to step up. We can serve our communities in a very tangible way. Tan yeah. And if it's, if I can see the progress I'm making, if I can feel the progress I'm making through the connections and opportunities and the individuals mm -hmm. and meet each other eye to eye, that's what makes all of this beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and if we know that process, if, if that's clear for us mm -hmm. to be able to take somebody that's coming out of the military, right. who may be a true warrior at heart, mm -hmm. we need to take that. And I, I'm careful to use the word manipulate, but we need to redirect mm -hmm. their energy into that creative expression. For sure. And yeah. so what ways have y'all done that for, for guys getting, how are, what's your outreach process? And yeah. How are you making contact with these dudes? So, so the way I, I, I kind of see it is, is, is designing. Mm -hmm. We're uh, designing a path mm. or multiple pathways, um, creating uh, a pathway, a journey mm -hmm. for them to kind of go through. Yeah. And so we're developing right now. We're like pretty na nascent in our, yeah. in our stage. Sure. Um, but so right now, so Hanya is here. Hanya, over here, I'll say hello, Hanya. Uh, synchronously, she ended up showing up. She's from Poland. Yeah. From the EU. Mm -hmm. And so she synchronously showed up here in Austin at this time. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And so she's our design director. We met at Burning Man 2019 Let's on go. the birthday cake. Yeah. This is dope, like art piece. Yeah. It's like this huge building birthday cake and it's got like this slide that goes all the way from the top yeah. all the way down uh, but without getting into that tangent we met and she and we've stayed in touch and now she's like this dope uh, industrial designer but like more than that way more than that super talented and she she uh she was invited at that burn to to do the art piece mm -hmm. to like experience it so she could do the art piece next year um, and now she's the design director and she, we've been going through all these iterations of design for the healing center that we're doing in Joshua Tree. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? Not yet. Yeah. So we're building a, we're kind of build a whole healing center. Like, mm. um, and the, the, the goal is to design a journey that when people go through, they come out like different, right? They come out like with some, some piece unlocked mm -hmm. and that piece is like, that that can propel them into the future. How like, do you how do you think that'll be? You think that's just asking the right questions? To be and honest, giving them the time and space to to find <laughs> answers for themselves. Yeah, is I, it, maybe it sounds like you're creating a blueprint for transition. Yeah, but the transition is self and discovery. Yes, to be quite honest, I have no fucking clue. Well, that's what I like. That's and what it's I like. I I'm love just, those problems. Yeah, I'm just surrendering to it. To mm -hmm. be honest, but I would love to work with you, like to try to. On, like navigate through this puzzle we're here you know because it's like how do you design what like what do you where do you start yeah you know and so it's a very important question yeah super important but i think a big key bro is like is surrendering and just like having like one or two or three goals mm -hmm. which like overarching like big blue arrows like what are we just trying to what message are we trying to convey? And the yeah. universe will just take care of the rest. Right. That's what I've been realizing through this house, bro. 
Yeah, one, two, yeah. three goals is very obtainable. And for somebody to really like step up and own those goals mm -hmm. for the first time in their lives, like you're going to have this process. You're going to say, okay, state three goals. Yes. And then they're going <laughs> to write these goals and almost from a place of like, what, what does Steve want me to say right, in this moment? Right, right. Yeah. But yeah. I think you're going to have to ask it multiple times. Yeah, exactly. And, and the influence of showing people what's available is right. where that magic's going to happen. That's where the work is going to mm. transgress is because they're going to go, oh, I didn't even know that was an option. That's right. Yeah. And so now my goals have changed because I'm being exposed to perspective. Okay. I'm being exposed yeah. to options. That's, you're actually teaching me a lot right now. That's, that's what that's we're good, here for. That's good shit, bro. That's why we. That's why we create this space. Word. It's a, a synergy at its max. You gave, <laughs> you gave me some ideas, actually. Now I got to talk to Hanya about it. Um, She's taking notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Hanya. Um, so we're doing this thing in like the healing center, and then that that has been. We're. I mean, we're just going through our first like. We just did our lean canvas like last week. Or mm -hmm. no, wait, that wasn't last week. That was two days ago, right? <laughs> We just did our lean canvas like two days ago and then we're treating it like a real business, you yeah. know, but not, we're using business tools, but it's not about business. Right. Right. It's, it's about service, service, identity, and like in some ways kind of like bridging, like just waking people up, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's not just for, for veterans, but because I'm a veteran, mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like I have a responsibility to bridge that, you know? It's a need. Yeah, it's a need, bro. And like, um, yeah, like when we get out, we go through this transition readiness seminar, and all it's all about, it's just about jobs, man. Jobs in college. Yeah, and it, that's why like, I joined the military to escape that. Yeah, and like I did six years, and I'm like, fuck. Right. That wheel that I joined here to get off of mm -hmm. is now my next option. Right. And I'm telling everybody. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> They're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's crazy is like, you get these highly trained like military people, right? Yeah. And then in the transition readiness seminar, it's like, it's like, hey, sign up to be a truck driver. Yeah. Sign up to work on the wind, like the the the, the air turbines. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. These guys like worked on fucking like aircraft, like million dollar aircraft and you want them to drive a truck? I mean, that's cool. Like, I, like I, there's nothing wrong with driving a truck. But there's like so much more, mm -hmm. you know, there's so much more they could work, they could continue to work on aircraft sure. if they want, you know, like stuff like that. But that was just kind of my feeling. But, you know, obviously I'm still kind of processing. I don't know if you could feel it, but I have a lot of resentment still. I do too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm trying not to like… I'll get over it one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, but, you know, we just process through it. But there's so much love too. I mean, I am who I am. We are who we are today, man. Because, Absolutely. Um, okay, it's tough so, to express it though. Yeah, it is. Right. Um, so yeah, Warrior Creations, we did that and we're doing the healing center. And then uh, should I talk about this house? Like Yeah, right so now. we should talk about this house. Like right now? So, right now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So okay, ultimately. Yeah, let's I want I want to talk into like the backstory of like how we met. Yes. Okay. And so um I was doing these events. Okay. I was doing I was doing my thing. I started working with Photo House and um Chisholm Pierce was like, hey, yeah. man, like, I've got this dude. He's a veteran as well. I love Chisholm um, so much. Yeah, he's like, y'all need to meet. Okay. And I've learned on this journey, like, listen to that. Like, yeah. we're not the only ones that can see people clearly and understand, you know, where people are coming from. And when somebody mm -hmm. tells me, like, 
I need to meet someone and then like I respect them. Okay. I yeah. listen now, you know, because yeah, like yeah, usually yeah. they're right. They for see sure, something right? that you don't. We can all do that for each other. Yeah. Um, and so we reached out, um, uh, got your number, mm-hmm. and I heard about what you were doing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> let's get into that. What are you doing so the, now? Yeah, the way I met him, first of all, he came to my house, like, okay, okay, so. Let's start with what I what what I started with. Okay, so three weeks ago, um, yeah, three weeks ago I started planning for this for my house. So where I'm living right now is being demolished um, this month. I think it's next week. I don't know. <laughs> it's being demolished this month, and they're building a hotel. Like three is like three hundred room hotel. On the east side. On the east side. In the We're middle, familiar with the story. Yeah, in the middle of fucking neighborhood, right? And I asked them, are you selling any units? They're like, no. I was like thinking, okay, so you, it's purely just to make money. Yeah. Um, and they're from Florida, these investors, you know? I'm, I'm totally diving them out. Like, this is my house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But this is, you know, I lived there. A lot of memories, you know? And I, was, I just like surrendered to it. And then some, some uh, one of my friends, Taylor, came up to me. Well, actually, I just met her. At a house party, mm-hmm. like a, not like another house party, not the house yeah. party we're doing now. And she's like, "Yo, d- you know, during the um, someone was same situation. They're like, they turned their house into an art gallery and then raised money to like get another place." And I was like, "That's a great fucking idea." And so I just rolled with it and literally like on a dime, I was like, "I'm gonna do this." I had to message a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. to validate. If it was a good idea, because I had so much doubt. Because it was like on the edge of like being completely fucking crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, at that time, it was, yeah, yeah. For me, it was like ridiculous, but everyone was like, fuck yeah, that sounds a great idea. Just Why not? Why the down. fuck not? And I was like, when people do that, yeah. they give me validation. I'm like, I, I roll with it. Cool. And so, serve. yeah, exactly. And so three weeks ago, I started this planning. <laughs> I just started like p- opening these doors, which was, I, I moved all my shit out. Half my shit out. I have a lot of shit. That's a whole different story. <laughs> but I moved all, half my shit out. And I was like… I, was, I just opened the doors to all these artists. Like… And through connections like Chisholm. And I was like, yo. Come to my house and bomb the fuck out of my house. Like, Do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Like creations, 2D, 3D, whatever. You want to like put paint on your, your body. And then like… Splatter <laughs> your dick print everywhere. Do it. Do it. Like whatever. No rules. That's you what know? this world needs. Yeah. Exactly. And so all these people started showing up. And so I did the… But then like at the beginning, no one was showing up. It was just me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. And then Friday, I, uh, me and my brother had this idea of like doing like an artist creation week… Like a party. Yeah. Weekend. And that's when the fucking house party started. Because mm. Friday… Uh, my girl Dom, Dominique, she rolled she rolled up with Ashley Metro and Elizabeth and like they just rolled deep, man. So and like, an artist, yeah. A bunch of artists came through and we just had a blast. Yeah. Just fucking creating and freedom, full acceptance, like and just like in love, like with each other and just sharing. Mm-hmm. And some beautiful stuff came out and we just had a blast. And the second night, that's when you ended up in my house. And I actually so I remember knowing about you. Mm-hmm. 
But then when I had met you, I didn't remember, I didn't make that connection, bro. I thought you were just some fucking strange. Because at that Dude, time, there was like a lot of like people who showed up. I didn't know who it was. And they trashed my house that night, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Beer cans everywhere. They were throwing cans like into the street and like fucking disrespecting the art that was already there. Like spray painting. Like it turned into… That night turned into… My house turned into a crack house. <laughs> like… You know, yeah, and I was so… Yeah. I was, it was a whole process, but… That was the night I met you and I thought you were one of the fucking crackheads, man. Because I was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? And so… It was more casual than that. I was like… Yeah, yeah. It was so super good. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) In my head, in my head, I was like, like all these fucking crackheads in my house. And, and, but he was so kind. And so I watched, like, I think I was outside and then I, that's when I made the connection. I was like, oh, fuck Evan. Like, we were meeting meets and I was so busy because I was trying to coordinate everything. And then… That's when I, yeah, that we made the connection. So I'm so sure. happy that happened and you showed up at my house. Um, because there's a lot, there's a lot of synchronicities like that that happened this week. Cause I, I literally um cannot keep up with all these messages. Yeah. And like there's so many of my friends here that I've met in my journey that I want to invite, but um I just have to like surrender. Like yeah. That. Just let it go. So this house, uh, we we end up calling the art call it art bomb. Art mm-hmm. bomb.xyz. Check it out. Instagram and the website. We're having an event tonight. Um, this is the last celebration because I have to be out on June 1st. And uh, Art Bomb, the House of Impermanence. I love that. Because that was like one of the biggest lessons, I think. It's just mm-hmm. like letting go of this idea that… Because we want to fuck… We want everything that's good in life. We want to we keep it, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the fear that comes from that, I feel like drives a lot of the shit that makes us suffer, man. The attachment. Yeah, like because we don't want it to go away, mm. you know. Like for example, you know, I made this realization, man. Like there's like this human condition when we see a beautiful stone on the ground or a feather, mm-hmm. we're like, oh fuck, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. What's the first thing that we do? We put it in our pocket. Yeah, we want to keep it. We keep it. We want to possess that. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the times when we take pictures too, yeah, we like try to capture the moment because it's a fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we're just like, I want to keep this in my life forever. I notice that all the time, yeah. of like you'll be at like uh, a show or something, and people are just like snapping away on their phones, and like we all do it. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not above that. You Me know? T- but, yeah, like, it's great. I always I mean, I take a it. moment where I like get them out early. I like take some pictures. I'm like, okay, I'll remember that night. I put my phone away. Yeah, I'm like, I want to experience this. Yeah. Like I've been given this amazing tool mm-hmm. to remember if I try. And I want to practice that. Yeah, Um, for sure. But yeah, no, I think impermanence, the house of impermanence is the perfect word because it explains this process. Okay. Mm -hmm. So initially, there is this growth that's happening in this city, Mm. right? And we can either resent that Mm -hmm. or we can be subject to it and ask ourselves, what is our role? And there is opportunity there. And just because things are changing doesn't mean that there's not opportunity to serve and to establish something genuine that will last beyond maybe wherever we're living or whatever we know in the present moment. Yes. Right? But the house of impermanence and what I see and the reason I had you on and why I wanted this story told is because instead of resenting these people that were coming in, they're buying up your property and saying, fuck these guys from Florida. They're ruining Austin. Right. They're going to build their hotel. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck with this place anymore. I'm going to move to Sedona. 
You know, that could have been you. Right. But instead you said, okay, with the help of your community, mm-hmm. you said, okay, mm-hmm. well, this presents a unique opportunity. Yeah. I have a space. Yeah. And what do I want to use this space for? Human expression. Yeah. Purely. And it's not going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. We're going to enjoy it. Yeah. We're going to enjoy every last drop. Mm-hmm. We're going to capture it. And we're going to make sure that this story and what we learned here lives on beyond. Word. What's your address? Uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Our bomb that XYZ RSVP. Yeah, beyond that house. Yo, yo, we'll, we'll, give you, we'll, we'll get you in. But yeah, it's beyond that house. Beyond right? the house. Because the thing is, it's like we can resist. We can fight for our life for mm-hmm. this narrative, right? Of what yeah. we thought, what we always wanted Austin to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's dope. It's fucking, Austin's amazing. It is. But it's gonna change. It because is. the thing is, it's like, and it's the same with us too, right? We are all just reflections of nature, okay? I, and if, you, if it doesn't make sense, don't worry. But just like, think about it for one second and I'll just be the spark that will propel you into a journey of understanding this. Which was, we are all reflect, at the end of the day, we're all reflections of nature. The city is a reflection of nature. Mm-hmm. And in nature, nothing stays the same. Like yeah. nothing. Not everything's beautiful. Not everything's perfect. Not everything lasts. Yeah, man. And yeah. every leaf will look different tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, like it will grow, it might wilt. You know, so if we realize this in nature and, and we see our reflection in it and we realize that we are the same as that tree, the city is the same as that tree. Mm-hmm. Then instead of fighting it, we can integrate and yeah. we, can, we can find stillness, right? And embrace the impermanence that nothing is, embrace it. is forever. Reframe that narrative that's been created. Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of people. I'm from here. I love this city. Right, I right, know right, this right, city. Right, right, right. And I have this conversation almost daily as that Austin is changing or it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. Don't California my Austin. <laughs> and I look at everybody the same. And my next question is, okay, now what? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, what are you going to do? Oh, you love this city? Yeah. Now what? Right. You know, like do something. What is your role? Exactly. Right? And you've stepped up and you've shown that. Right. Um, and we can all do that. Like, okay, the city is changing. It is growing quick. If you ask yourself what your role is, and you are able to clearly define that and it's something that you're passionate about and you attach yourself to it, you will grow with this city. Yes, yes, for sure. You will grow with it. With you're it. Just, it's all momentum. Yeah. And if you don't grow with it, you're going to grow against it. And like… Which means you're going to leave. Yeah. You just, you're going to suffer. It just mm-hmm. causes unnecessary suffering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in our training, it's like, how do you prevent unnecessary suffering? At least on our side, Right. Well, it's usually think less. Yeah, think, yeah, think less. Just do <laughs> I don't it. necessarily. Agree yeah, with that. right. Um, but how do you like? So that's that's the like Black Lives Matter man comes to mind so strongly, bro. Because like I feel like everyone. I mean, that was crazy, right? And I just ste- stepped away from it. I didn't want, even though when I saw the video, I wanted to fucking fight too, you know. Yeah. But um, I realized that everyone's so stuck in this, so hard in this narrative, and. That's what came out. Mm-hmm. It's this aggression. Yeah, it's, it's like it's love versus fear. Yeah, and we need to choose love, right? No matter what the conversation is, no matter how important it is, exactly. Like we can't just be like, if you're witnessing information overload from a a, a source of fear, yeah, we have to choose love. We have to be able to think for ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. We can hear those things. We can read those things. We can soak up those things. But our, the way we kind of break it down and then, you know, the progression of how we're going to interact in the world has to be love. Um, Always. There's, there's no, I mean, there's no, I mean. It, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're not taught that. You know, like yeah. we're, we're taught just to stay in fear. Mm-hmm. Like we're not taught that love can actually break the motherfucking cycle. Mm-hmm. Like it can break the cycle, man. Like, but it, but we're not taught that, and, and so it's hard to trust it too, mm-hmm. right? Because because we're in so so much fear. But if we just choose that and just give it a chance, yeah. Like if you're any of you guys listening to this, like if you're going through like relationship problems, or like you you feel like you're stuck, just choose love. And lean into that fear. Lean into it. That doesn't lean mean that it, love man. isn't fucking scary. Yeah, it's super scary. But just <laughs> lean into it. It's yeah. not like… Yeah. Don't worry. Just like lean into it. And this is… Uh, one of my really close friends, Brad from Colorado. Uh, breaking with Brad. He's a, he's a love coach. I met him on the way to Burning Man. That's a whole different story. Shout out Brad. Shout out Brad. He told me, the more you lean into your fears, mm. the more you become free. Yep. And then once you're free, you're fucking free. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and so I started leaning in and I was like, wow, this is true. I feel more and more free. So if you choose love, and that's why I feel like with this racism stuff, for example, it's like, it's like, what if you just chose love? Mm-hmm. Like every police officer out there and just like embrace them with love. Mm-hmm. What could fucking happen? Yeah. You know, and so this house represents that and also represents what happens when you co-create and what happens what happens in that space of love and co-creation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh there's also there's there's more to the story as well. It's yeah. it's you you look at this house, you say, okay, we're throwing fucking ragers. <laughs> like We've got up ragers. multiple headliners coming through this house yeah, on the man. corner of the east side. We've got headliners coming through at four, five, six a.m. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not that the police don't know about it. That's it's, what it's not that my this place isn't getting busted. <laughs> it's because there's intention. It's because there's value. Mm-hmm. It's because it's raising money for veterans. Yeah, it's for sure. Going into expression and creativity, and people are going, okay, there are these laws. Sh- should that shit get shut down? Yeah. Has it yet? <laughs> no. no. Because it's genuine, it's authentic, Word. and it is a, it is of service. Yeah. So if we can recreate these lines that we all look at, these mm-hmm. boundaries, these lines that we shouldn't cross, and we ask ourselves, okay, but does that apply here? Yeah. And is it serving something mm-hmm. greater than ourselves? Well, I think there's more wiggle room in this world when we start to ask those yeah. questions and do those things. For sure. And I, I really thank the city of Austin, if, if you even know about this party, going on it's like some craziness going on and i i think the sit like this is why austin is amazing right it it facilitates this creative expression yeah structured as the government is in austin and yeah sometimes they get it wrong but for the most part the city of austin does observe what's going on in their city and they go okay is this good for austin yeah it's so cool man it is to not lock down and try to control but like just control enough where they're like okay we can't let people die or burn shit down or burn right, shit yeah. down or lose power for fucking five days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not a different thing. But 
it's like they they do allow so much for this expression and stuff. It's they it's do. cool. And then the people, it's um, you know, I think that is sh- it allow you see all these people. Yeah. Like who express themselves freely. And well, that needs to be appreciated too. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're saying, go, okay, oh, that's just true, having man. this that's conversation true. going, okay, the city of Austin knows this shit's going down. Yeah. They haven't stopped it yet. That's dope. Yeah. Right? If we just create this narrative of everything always being fuck the government, right? Like, they're not going to want to serve the people. Nah, man. But if yeah. the people can learn how to approach these things and these issues and ways of dealing with things from a grounded place, yeah. we're trying to serve something greater mm-hmm. and we're relentless in doing so. Right. We're warriors that are stepping up and saying, you know, I see you, I got you. I'm not necessarily going to follow these rules and laws and and boundaries. I'm going to do this my way until somebody stops me. Right. And then we're going to find a peaceful solution. Yeah. That's what warriors do. Yeah, for sure. Right. And warriors also look out for like, we do the right thing to mitigate risks, like unnecessary suffering, you know, like, so I'm doing all those steps, you know? Yeah. I'm a fucking Marine officer. Like, I see you. You know, I'm not going to fucking be ridiculous, but I am going to allow people to be in a space where they can be radically accepted and loved and like express and truthfully expression, you know, and that's what this house has been. <laughs> Dude, Yeah. <laughs> last weekend, it was crazy. And what's crazy is like, I almost feel like we brought Burning Man here in, mm-hmm. this, in this corner, but, and it's not about Burning Man. It's really about just creating a space of co-creation. Yep. And at the end of the day, we all celebrate life together. And yep. because we can do that every day of our life. Mm-hmm. Like we can choose to celebrate our presence whenever the fuck we want. Like with each other and connection and all that stuff. And this doesn't house, have to be a holiday. No, nah, it doesn't have to be holiday. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be the weekend. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be when things are always good either. Yeah. Right? Like you can sit in your shit, which by the way, I decided the other day I was like, sit in your shit. That's kind of cool. I looked it up. I actually, no one has bought that domain. So I bought sitinyourshit.com. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it yet. If anyone has an idea what to do with that, please come to me. I'll, I'll you know, sit in your shit.com, whatever. <laughs> but it's like, it's okay to sit in your shit. For sure. Like, and maybe that's why COVID's kind of cool, right? Because you can't smell your shit. Yeah. So you're just like, everybody sat in their shit this last year. Yeah, right? They're like, Man, yeah, I right. wish I had something to do. And maybe that's what nope. COVID. Just me. Yeah, right? Fuck. I think everyone was kind of like forced to sit in our shit. And it's like, okay, what do you do now? Well, just don't do anything. Just like… Breathe. It's okay to be still, you know? And I think it's, it's so hard to be still because you have, you're forced to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't want to look at ourselves. And, but when you look at yourself and you can, you can come to realize and be kind to yourself… And be like, oh, I see you. You know, you're yeah. beautiful. You, you, you are enough mm-hmm. because you are here. Yeah. Because you are materialized in this reality or whatever in our physical form. You are enough. You don't have to do anything to be enough. And this house is crazy because like I, I had a breakthrough last night, man. Because <laughs> there's so much anxiety. First of all, all these fucking people that I don't even know in my house. Okay, that's one thing. I can't even find my shoes. It's like so wild in there. You guys got to come and experience the wildness. Like experience, like everyone who comes to your podcast, I want it like just donation based only. Like just come through. Come through and experience the wildness of of this outcome of co-creation and celebration and this expression of freedom. 
and just allow yourself to be wild in there. Okay? Because every time someone comes in, I'm like, all right, go inside. And like, I want to say get lost, but at the end of the day, it's get found. Yeah. Because I think we forget how truly wild we are. You know what I'm saying? All the time that needs to be nurtured. It needs to be celebrated. It does, man. It does. Because it's not just, it's not a reality for most of us. A lot of us live mm -hmm. these comfortable, safe lives. Yeah, man. And the nature of the beast is that it's just <laughs> that. It's a beast. Yeah, man. And I mean, it needs to be celebrated. It needs to be expressed. And we can do so in yeah. environments of love. Right. And not you know, where it just like shit just pops off. It can yeah. get be, can be controlled with the right intentions. Exactly. And um, yeah. so you're living expression of that. And I hope, I hope everybody can make it out and For sure, uh, man. see it while yeah. it's here. Cause it's the house of impermanence. House of impermanence, uh, artbomb.xyz. Um, so tonight's the last rager. And uh, I mean, I call it a rager. I mean, it is a rager, but it's like <laughs> straight up. I would love everyone to celebrate with us. Mm. Like it's just celebration. Let's go. And it's like let's like let's come to the house, bring all the shit that you got in your life, and let it go, because that house is going to be demolished, and it will go down with the things that don't serve you in your life. Right? You'll go down with that, and then you can start anew. You can like move forward knowing that you don't need it. Like it's part of the past. Yeah. And you have everything that you need. Mm. Everything that you need is right here. Right? In this fucking singular point, like <laughs> our center of gravity. Yeah. It's like, which also represents the present moment too. Yeah. Cause like if you take a tip of a pen, I realize like when you just like put it on the table, that point. That, that touches the table can also represent the present. Mm. Everything outside of it doesn't fucking matter because it's yeah. like, it's not being written. Right. The only thing that's being written is like the now. Yeah. And so come in and celebrate with us, uh, please. We would love to have you. We got a crew from Brooklyn. We have just Emma, the Origins crew. Uh, we're gonna, we're breaking down one of the walls to open it up into this other spot. Mm -hmm. um, that the creators, uh, Josh and uh, Jade, um, they created this dope fucking bar in the back. You saw that, yeah, bar, right? It's, Dude, awesome. it's crazy, man. So we had like three stages, a bunch of experiences, and come through in a safe place uh, to do that. Uh, so yeah, if you, I guess we'll set up something like, yeah, just like say you're a part of Evan's podcast. Easy does it. Yeah, easy does it. Uh, Easy Does It podcast, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll bring you in just donation based. Um, yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's I'm crazy I'm, week, man. I'm super happy to get this yeah, story man. out there, and and it's it's really important that you know that's why I, I founded this platform, and that's what I hope to bring on every week is that um, we can find something relatable in all these stories and see how people are showing up in the world right. and how different that is than. You know, maybe the trajectory that we're on or what we're doing. But yeah. if we can see that and we can be influenced by that in a genuine nature, mm -hmm. then maybe we can see opportunity when it arises. And maybe this shit's at the worst. Like maybe one of you guys, y'all's house gets bought out, right? you know, next week because yeah, the city is growing at an uncontrollable rate. And y'all, you know, I mean, maybe that could just send somebody into all the worry in the world and just everything is a disaster. Right. And, yeah. You know, but… We can reframe almost everything that happens to us. We can ask ourselves, you know, what's 
what's the purpose of what's going down here? How can we step up? How can we create space for expression? And I think we all have the ability to do that. Yeah, for sure. And um, what I realized is this house represents each and one of us. Yeah. Because in when we we can create our own reality mm-hmm. and then what what can happen which is just magic it's awesome know? man and then and then when you come together and co-create mm-hmm. it's like even more motherfucking magic yeah. right because it's like what the f- it's like mind blowing it's magnetized magnetized yeah. you know and and it, this house is like it represents how we can co-create and create our own reality and what in service of others creates for other people. And it doesn't have to last forever. No, you got to let it go. It's just the experience. You put it in a bubble, you know, uh, like my previous partner, she told me like, put in a bubble and you just like let it float away. Mm -hmm. Like let it float where it's supposed to float, you know, and then just let it go and then just keep moving forward. Set, my brother would always say, set your gaze on something else. And for me, I'm like, I'm just going to set my gaze on myself. You know, like when when I get tough and I don't know what to do, my I'm like, okay, my compass is towards myself mm-hmm. and towards love. And that's it. That's awesome. And if I do that, it's always like just turned out to be great. For sure. And because people show up in your life, they'll support you. Like you show up in my life, you know, and it's like, like it's all gonna it's gonna be okay. You're centered, you're grounded, and you have a way that you can share and contribute. Yeah, man. And it, awesome. I, I know you're part of the Onnit f- family too. Mm-hmm. And like what's interesting is like Aubrey has been a huge part of my uh growth mm-hmm. um since the beginning, just listening to his podcast. Yeah. And uh I met him during South by Southwest once and he told me, no matter what, just know you're gonna be okay. <laughs> simple. It was so simple. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? That's right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you forget yeah. that, bro. It's yeah, like… You forget if, how simple that living in a grounded place and wisdom is always simple in nature. Yeah, man. People it's, think that, you know, you have to be the the most intellectual, the most well-read, the yeah. most… To step up in a worthy role, uh, you have to be well-studied. You have to be in academia. You, and like, it's just not the truth, man. Like, right. a worldly experience is a worldly experience. We can all meet each other there exactly where you're at and we can all teach each other something exactly and that is worthy and yeah. when that's felt and shared that's what grows because we all have the ability to do that that's where true change that matters is going to happen from human nature right word uh, the, what comes to mind is when you say exactly where you're at yeah. don't, don't try to do more at that moment like just come to accept where you're at first mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. because that's kind of where it all starts. Yeah. Um, sure. And last night I had a breakthrough. That's when I realized I was like, you know, what? I don't need to try to do anything. Yeah. I just like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm perfect. And that's when I started dancing. <laughs> and last night I took the sh- a shower. Yeah. And when I was taking a shower last night, I realized I had to take a shower for like a fucking week. <laughs> and I'm in there like cracking up. Yeah. And that was the first so moment. Yeah. yeah. That's when the first moment I started. I realized, okay, it's time for me to serve myself. Mm-hmm. You know? Back. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to do anything. Yeah. Just be with myself. Yeah, for sure. In my shower. Cracking up. Mm-hmm. Washing my balls. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I, just, I haven't taken a shower for a week. And no one has said anything. You know? Because I can't smell. So I can't smell like 
oh shit, my armpits smell too much. You yeah. know? So yeah. it's just funny, man. It's well, great. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's it, man. That's uh, Dope, I man. think that's pretty I, much it. Is so anybody good. got any questions? I think uh, we're pretty yeah. open books. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if anybody has any questions, we got this third mic here. Okay. Um, let's do Let's that. go ahead and get into it. Anybody got anything? Thank you for hearing my story, guys. I appreciate you. Any questions about the story? Yeah. Any questions for Steve and I about yeah. how we're showing up in the world or, um, you know, just what's wrong with us? You can ask us. Yeah. What do you guys think? Like, Anybody? what's like on the top of your mind? Anyone? Nope. No questions. All right. Then we're going to sign off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for coming out to Native Hostel. They've been a the most gracious host. Um, we feel at home here. I'm excited to move into the future. Um, and keep, you know, creating space for showing up and, and sharing the stories and perspectives of how people are serving Austin, Texas in unique ways because these things define our culture. It's not what's on the news. It's not what's in the headlines. It's regular day, everyday people that are making a difference here and their stories need to be heard. Word. And uh, so thank you, Steve, for coming on. Um, Thank you, Evan. Yeah, I shout appreciate out to you, man. Every single one of you for coming out today. Word. Much love, man. Fucking Absolutely. Appreciate you. I look forward to like continuing like this journey. We can design too, together and, and make be, like do some do some stuff. Just getting started. Yeah, just getting started. Let's bro. go, man. Fuck yeah, let's All go. Right. Go. Hey, what's happening out there, everybody? This is Lawrence Ross, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Lawrence Ross Show. Egomaniac. It's a two-hour weekly exploration into my mind. I also do sketches, celebrity impersonations. You're out of order! And I also do song parodies. Not too shabby for a blind guy. Not only are you visually impaired, but you are geographically impaired. New episodes are released every Friday. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform, or listen to it here on Society 13 on Electrocast. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.